Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini-edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini-episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today, June 19th, is Juneteenth, and I wanted to share a few of my favorite book recommendations. But first, I wanted to start with a little education, and I want to start by reading a historical description from The Historical Legacy of Juneteenth, with top-line segments excerpted from the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. I encourage you to go to the original source, which I'll link up in the notes, for more information and resources. From the website, it says, On Freedom's Eve, or the eve of January 1st, 1863, Enslaved and free African Americans gathered in churches and private homes all across the country, awaiting news that the Emancipation Proclamation had taken effect. At the stroke of midnight, prayers were answered as all enslaved people in Confederate states were declared legally free. Only through the 13th Amendment did emancipation end slavery throughout the United States. But not everyone in Confederate territory would immediately be free. Even though the Emancipation Proclamation was made effective in 1863, it could not be implemented in places still under Confederate control. As a result, in the westernmost Confederate state of Texas, enslaved people would not be free until much later. Freedom finally came on June 19, 1865, when some 2,000 Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas. The Army announced that the more than 250,000 enslaved Black people in the state were free by executive decree. This day came to be known as Juneteenth by the newly freed people in Texas. Again, check out that Smithsonian link for more information and resources. But meanwhile, Juneteenth is a federal holiday. Legislation establishing the holiday was passed by Congress on June 16, 2021, and was signed into law by President Joe Biden the following day. Now, there are many ways that people can honor this day. I will link up a short NPR piece from last year on how to celebrate without misappropriating. And today I wanted to focus on an area near and dear to my heart, books. In this case, for adults. There are many wonderful kids' books that you can access centering the Black American experience. I recommend you go to your library, as I'm sure many will have featured sections this time of year. But the reason I wanted to focus on adult books is because learning comes from the top. And also, I've read some incredible books that have completely, in a matter of days and weeks, shifted my thinking and helped me see things in a different light. 
I can't wait to share them with you. We'll be right back. As you know, I am all about micro-improvements, and if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com edit for 25% off. I want to start with a note about reading historical texts. And that is to disrupt your own narrative, if you have one around this. History has never been my strong suit. I have never been able to hold sweeping historical arcs, major dates, or small details in my head. My first history class in high school was taught, I'm using air quotes, by a teacher who read from an AP prep book. The unfortunate result being that I deemed all history boring, which obviously is not the case. The other thing is that I really love novels so much. It is my reading genre of choice, and while there are so many incredible novels by Black authors, today I wanted to focus on historical sources that are so beautifully written they won't feel like historical books at all, which is useful if you, like me, are typically daunted by historical texts. Please consider these three books. The first is Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents by Isabel Wilkerson which I should note also has a young reader's version for ages 12 plus. Now, there's a reason this book won all the awards and has over 43,000 glowing reviews on Amazon. I consider this book essential reading for all human beings. It is about how America has been shaped by a hidden caste system, which is a hierarchy of human rankings. There were so many moments where I read this book and just paused and wondered about the incredible strength it must have taken to choose which caste-driven atrocities to recount. And I also wanted to cry and applaud Wilkerson's incredible research and writing. 
As I said, reading about history and politics is definitely not my strong suit, but Wilkerson has masterfully made this challenging subject matter accessible. She weaves together history, modern politics, human stories, including her own, and also general analogies that make it really understandable. She links the caste systems of America, India, and Nazi Germany, and it was startling for me to learn for the first time that Nazis study the racial systems in the U.S. as a model, and also how people in Germany today address history instead of trying to bury it. The second book I want to recommend is How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. I'd be hard-pressed to think you haven't heard about this book, but if you haven't and it's been hanging on your reading list, read it now. There are also a few spinoffs. There's an anti-racist baby picture book, how to raise an anti-racist for parents and caregivers, and then how to be a young anti-racist. Now, it took me a little more time to read How to Be an Anti-Racist for a couple of reasons. First, I do think in some ways it felt more theoretical and less narrative than cast, though Kendi for sure weaves in his own story. So it just took my brain a little more work to absorb, but I do not mean by any stretch of the imagination that it was boring. It definitely was not. The bigger issue was that I found myself needing to reread paragraphs because I was uncovering and unlearning my own biases and reframing as I went, like constantly. It was kind of mind-blowing. Also, this book is notable in that it is deeply intersectional, exploring how racism intersects with everything from class to culture to sexuality and more. And I just have to say, this is an essential read because, as Kendi says, quote, the only way to undo racism is to consistently identify and describe it and then dismantle it. My last book recommendation is unusual in that it is written by a Korean woman and a person I actually know. And what an honor it has been for me to tell my friend Ilyan Wu in person how much her recent book, Master Slave, Husband, Wife, has impacted me. This is an incredible book because it delivers history, suspense, a love story. Think of it as an epic double win. You will educate yourself while being pulled along on a wild narrative ride. This book details a lesser known story in U.S. history that of Ellen and William Craft's incredible story of self-emancipation. Ellen Craft, who looked white, dressed as a man, and posed as the master of her husband, William, who was posing as her slave. And this couple traveled more than a thousand miles to escape slavery in Georgia. Their journey is one of constant danger. Things took a turn when the Fugitive Slave Act was enacted in 1850, and all Americans became accountable for returning refugees like the Crafts to slavery. And then their journey continued abroad. I went to Ilion's book launch event in Harvard Square earlier this year, and I was so struck when she shared that she did not want to write a boring, giant 500-page historical tome about this incredibly important story of American history. She wanted to write it like a novel, pulling the reader through a stunning story with more twists, turns, and close calls than one could imagine possible. She also wanted her parents, for whom English is their second language, and any person, not just history buffs, to be able to read and access this incredible story of love, escape, activism, and bravery. She accomplished her mission. It is the most memorable book I've read this year. I hope this was helpful, and if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at edityourlifeshow. Thanks for listening. 
If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.